go to the phones. Our number three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Uh, let's go to the phones and talk to our guy, Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning. Mmm, mmm, baby. Man, <laughs> that chicken was good. <laughs> it was fresh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. Man, it was good. Uh, I, I can't wait Tender to Tender and juicy and got spices in it. Oh, man, it's perfect. Oh, yeah, it was good, man. I can't wait to warm up, warm up some here for lunch today. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> got got some for the road yesterday, man. That's right. Yeah, man. It was, hey, hey, it was good to see you, man, Philip. Yeah, it was good to see you too. I mean, shoot, it's been two years. It has been. That's right. <laughs> it has been. Yeah, it was good to see you, man. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was yeah, cool. there was a uh, there was a really nice charger in the parking lot. I didn't see the license plate or nothing, but uh, you know, it was awesome prices. <laughs> Getting all that ball quest money, Ben. When are you actually go start making money? I know. I've been asking myself the same question. And why after? Poor Jennifer Morris spent all that time finding you a house, helping you through the closing process. All you do is give her a hard time about Poor Central. No. She brought this on herself because every time I see her, she brings up Central and talks about how great Central is. And she likes to talk about how awful my Yankees are. So you know what? She wants to dish it out. I'm going to dish it right back. Hey, Jennifer, just remember what they said. They're going to lunch at dead end at 11, so if you got to, like, drive by and throw a break through his back window, nobody will say anything. Uh, she texted me and said, watch your back, McKee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jennifer don't want to don't wanna blow all her closing clause money and commission on uh, bail money, do she? <laughs> Hey, hey, nobody going to tell on Jennifer. Not for that. <laughs> no, no. I will. No, because. Ben's got enough enemies. It could have been anybody. Oh, yeah, me. I just have so many enemies. <laughs> nobody tell on Jennifer because snitches get stitches, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> boy, uh, Joe Milton's a big old boy, isn't he? Man, he really, he really is. No, he really is. Did you notice? When I asked him about throwing the ball hard, how he was like, "Hey man, I don't, I don't really throw it that hard. I don't throw it that hard." It's like, <laughs> it's like he's he's had to basically answer that critique of of him because like you hear Michigan folks talking about, "Oh, he can throw it hard, but you know, the 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 accuracy is is, is questionable." And so, like I can tell that was maybe a a little sore spot for him, and I liked it. Like I, I liked it. Uh, I think you know, I think he. Knows he has something to prove to to himself and to a lot of people. He didn't really admit that yesterday. But man, when you play quarterback, you hear it all. Like you can't not hear what people are saying. So uh, I can tell that that's something that he want to be able to to prove. Yes, he has a big arm, but man, he can also uh, throw with touch and, and be accurate as well. I like how he also avoid, avoided you trying to instigate something about Michigan. I would never do that. What, no. did I, what did I do? What did I do? I just simply said that the Vol Walk is better than the Michigan Wolverine Walk or whatever they do up there. I'm just speaking facts. Uh, trying to get I, – I, I saw what you were trying to do. Trying to get him to talk about Harbaugh. 
No, 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 no. I wasn't going to do him like that, man. I won't put him in that situation. I I did like his answer, though. You know, my, my teammates know. Mm-hmm. He said coaches, too. So, <laughs> you know, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I wonder who he was talking about. But, hey, man, I just – I wasn't going to try – I wasn't trying to get him in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can easily piece it together. Not only that comment that you all just pointed out, but when – I think it was Alex Golish. It was Alex Golish or, or Joey Halsley. Uh, one of the two, when they met with the media early in fall camp, they both said that you can win with Joe Milton running. You, you can win on Joe Milton's legs. He just wasn't asked to do that at his previous stop. So, I mean, you there, there are a lot of signs that you can piece together like a puzzle that, that point to Michigan putting him in, in positions to fail, quite frankly, which is which is why – those who are judging Joe Milton based off of his Michigan film, why I say that if, if you want to be concerned going forward, like that, that's cool. I, I'm in believe it when I see it mode as, as well. Joe Milton still needs to, to prove himself. But to, to say he's going to be bad at Tennessee because of what he did at Michigan when Jim Harbaugh has ruined every quarterback that, is, that has gone through there, I, I think you're being a, a real simpleton. Well, and that's what I was going to say. For some reason, that offense that they run up at Michigan – Makes good quarterbacks pedestrian. I mean, look at what happened to Jay Patterson. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was awesome at Ole Miss as a freshman. Yes. Awesome. And then and then he goes up to Michigan and he just about disappears. Yep. I mean the the last quarterback that Harbaugh's done anything with was Colin Kaepernick when he was with the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. That was the last quarterback that's been worth a flip in the state of Michigan is when Colin Kaepernick uh, went on the road and beat the Detroit Lions. Triple O and 16s Detroit Lions? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sorry. Did, did the Lions even fill the football team anymore? Yeah, a bunch of former um, Bishop Sycamore players. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Detroit they are, Lions. They are the Bishop Sycamore of the NFL. Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jalen Reese Maven. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I love my man Jalen Reeves Mayland, but he's on the lines. He got I'm sorry. You gotta catch these jokes. You gotta catch him, man. You gotta catch him. <laughs> oh man. I uh Guys, before I go, um Swain, if you wouldn't mind, run upstairs and get your daughter's door the explorer calculator for Ben. <laughs> See you Vossorm didn't wanna Vossorm didn't want to stick around and, and share the, the breaking news that I have. What you got? I have breaking news. Do you mind hitting that, that hot key for me? Yeah, 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 sure, man. And uh, hit the hype train music for me as well. Okay, okay. This is the last one, Ben. He ain't hitting all these damn keys. All right, what you got? According to my sources, my sources tell me that Bishop Sycamore has hired Jason Swain to be their wide receivers coach and Austin Price to be their recruiting coordinator. I'm going to be the head coach of anything. As the other McKee points out, uh, the Lions did cut all their kickers yesterday. <laughs> now yeah. they don't have a kicker. Now How do you cut all of your kickers and now you don't have one? <laughs> now they'll score seven touchdowns and only score 40, 45 points. I know, because they won't have anybody kick the extra points. I'm going to make me spit out my coffee. Uh, Jonathan, 77 Vol with a serious question. A bunch of goofballs. You and Vol Storm. Well, our defensive line depth, 
be able to withstand an SEC offense? And will we learn anything about our defense from uh, the game on Thursday, given the competition? Um, we'll learn a little bit, but I don't think we will learn anything that you can um, really apply to the first SEC game of the season, which is against Florida. I'm taking the performance with a grain of salt when you play a team like Bowling Green. You just, you just, you just have to. Yes. What I'm looking, what I'm looking for is the energy, the passion. Uh, the guys playing with the hair on fire. I know there's going to be some mistakes. Um, you get the biggest jump of improvement from your first game to your second. So I expect that, um, but the confidence, all those things, is is, is what I want to see. But Jonathan Vall, man, I no, I, I, I you're can't not going to be able much. to. Yeah, you're not going to be able to take. You know, you know, you're not going to be able to have grand sweeping judgments or, or takeaways from from the opener. You'll you'll learn a little bit. Uh to me, like I, I know it, it may seem like I'm I've set these high expectations for this game, but it it's it's doesn't really have anything to do with Tennessee. It's just bowling green is bad. Tennessee should run the football against bowling green. Tennessee should be efficient throwing the football against Bowling Green. Tennessee's offensive line should dominate Bowling Green's defensive front. Tennessee's defensive front should dominate Bowling Green's offensive line. Shut down their running game. Get after the quarterback and pressure the quarterback. Tennessee's defensive backs should should have the receivers in handcuffs. I mean, this is a game in which Tennessee should thoroughly dominate because Bowling Green is is so bad. So, to me, like, if... Maybe I'm wrong for this, but if, if Tennessee's defensive line comes out and struggles or offensive line, Tennessee's offensive line doesn't push Bowling Green around, like, to me, that's going to be a, a red flag moving forward uh, until they show me otherwise. Yeah, like, sure. it, it'll be a concern going into the pit game. So I won't go over the top and just cancel the season if, if Tennessee's line doesn't push Bowling Green around, but I, I'll – I'll be concerned going forward because it, it's a game in which Tennessee should dominate. I'm gonna burn your mattress if we don't if we don't take care of business. So you, you were sleeping on the air mattress, or you were sleeping on your couch to you get some new furniture. I want to see, like I want to see it show up that that basically you beat them at birth. Yes, you have a team of SEC quality players against a team. What conference are they in? The big Ohio Valley? Aren't they in uh, Maction, the Mac? Yeah, they, they, they're a Mac team. That's right. What conference are they in? Is the it Mac. Is it Mac? Pretty sure. God, we're so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> we're so disrespectful. Yes, they are in the Mac. It should show up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We've got Coritzenval. Coritzenval, my favorite. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's good up, Coritzenval? <laughs> Man, I laughed when you said Maxion. I couldn't hold it. I had to chuckle. That just cracks me up. It's Maxion. Reminds me of a certain former coach that was a band member. <coughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, we are playing on Thursday, so it it, it is Maxion <laughs> for sure. Shut oh, up. Maxion on Tuesday. Stop it. Stop we haven't it. stooped that Stop low. It. Is it on Tuesdays? Yeah, they play. Yeah, they play Tuesday nights. Oh, oh God! 
Oh, like PTSD. <sighs> Sorry. Okay. Um. So, well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to my statement before I get to a question. Okay. I was starting to look at things like, and I'm not looking forward to a, you know a game ahead. I'm not I'm not pulling that garbage that the last staff did and looking forward to too many games. You can do that. You're I not do, on the team. Ball. Right. Well, well I, do, I like to I like to stay in the mentality. I like to keep it real. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, but uh, I, I did look at uh, a lot of what Pitt did last year, and I, I don't mean to take them lightly. I'm just not as impressed. I mean, they're quote unquote solid defensively. They do return some guys. I'm just not. If we can just show up and use our heads and take care of business and not shoot ourselves in the foot, that game is a 10- to 12-point win easily. I really do think that. And that's not just being a homer. I really – if we just take care of business, that there is no reason we shouldn't beat them. I really do. I feel like there's a lot of people just – it's kind of like with, with – now, I get it with the Kentucky love. I get it. That that roster, those guys, those guys have been there a while. Mm-hmm. They return a lot of people, and that's all the coaches say. And I get it. It's the same thing with Pitt. Pitt also has to come here to play. Mm-hmm. Pitt also has to get their play calls in by the QB walking to the sideline. Did you see to that? Talk to their coach. Did you see that? How how, how weird 1983 that was. I uh, don't know how that's going to work. Narduzzi's a good coach. Shh, hush, man. You're messing up <laughs> Cortaval's point. Look, here's all you need to know, Cortaval. I can guarantee a win over Pitt. You know why? They play on my birthday. Guaranteed oh. W for Tennessee. Count his shot. So, I mean, Count no, you, you don't even need to break down the game. You don't my need man. to worry. They play on my birthday. It's going to be my birthday. It's going to be a party up in Neyland. That's where I'm having my birthday party. It's going to be a, a party of 102-455. Every spot's going to be filled at noon <laughs> on a Saturday in September against Pitt uh, coming off of – Firing your football coach, every spot's going to be full. And we're going to have a grand time at Ben's birthday party as Tennessee beats down Pitt. That's what we should we should rename it, uh, Ben McKee's birthday. Yeah. Austin wants to night. talk about Walter Nolan night at, at Neyland Stadium for the opener. <laughs> How about Ben McKee's birthday party at Neyland Stadium? Ben McKee day at Neyland Stadium. We'll do it, man. We'll pass exactly. out Chuck E. Cheese pizzas. Hey, I like Chuck E. Cheese. Just give me the one with extra cheese. What's wrong with Chuck E. Cheese? I ain't, I ain't saying anything was wrong with Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> right, I'm gonna make. I'm, I'm gonna. I've got a question for you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hop off here. Okay. I don't want to hog up the airways. But um, so say, say Milton Statline tomorrow night reads this. You you feel what? And I'll, I'll hang up after after I give you the Statline because I really am interested in what you what you think. Okay. Don't make me do that. Statline reads. Oh no, no. That's why I didn't ask you, Ben. <laughs> Nineteen of twenty-five, mm. two hundred and ninety-three yards, two passing touchdowns, eighty-six rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. I'm gonna hang up with. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be a very great QBR. Um, especially if we're talking about no touchdown. I mean, excuse me, no turnovers. Um, but that would be fantastic. Heck yeah! Especially if he only plays in three quarters. I mean, I would, I would take that um, all day. Yeah, I'd 
I would take it all day, but do you think he does it all day? 19-25 on six incompletions. For 293 and two tutties. I can see that for sure. Two what? Tutties. Tutties. Which would be 12 points because, you know, a touchdown is only worth six points. I can see that. The one that – the one stat I would say I'm going against, I don't see him rushing for 86 yards. A little too high. I think he'll have a nice little rushing performance, break off a, a nice run or two, but I'd be surprised if he had nearly a, a hundy. Yeah, I don't really want to see him run the football that much, to be honest. No, he, he doesn't have to <laughs> yeah, this game. Yeah, yeah, just... Now, if the pocket is breaking down and he extends the play and takes off for a long run, that's, that's one thing. Yeah, I don't want to see On that pocket play, breaking down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying, Ben. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. The, the, the rushing numbers seem a little high for me, but passing, I, I can definitely uh, see that being the case. It, it sure, sure would be awesome to, to, to have Joe Milton come out in that manner. I don't, I don't care if it's against Bowling Green or Bishop Sycamore. Just that, that performance, first game, under a new head coach and his debut at Neyland Stadium, that would, that would be really cool and hopefully set, you know, the standard for things to come for the rest of, of the season and, and maybe a, a sign of what we can expect from Joe Milton. Uh, the, the true first game in which you can judge Joe Milton to me is, is, is Pitt. Now, if Joe Milton comes out and plays horribly against Bowling Green, that's, that's different. But mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if, if he played horribly against Bowling Green. Yep. No. So I think the first game we'll, we'll truly be able to judge Joe no. is against Pitt. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Let me get to these messages here on YouTube. Uh, man, we rocking and rolling, man. We got some, got some viewers today. Um, Chris asks, what well, do we think the first play will be tomorrow? Um, well, I know Joe. Joe was asked what – he would like to see on the first play. You know what Joe said? He said a running play. He want to get the big boys involved, get his guys up in front involved. Which, uh, Kay loved that, but he was smiling ear to ear. <laughs> Which day of the week does the quarterback find out about the scripted plays? Does the quarterback find out? I mean, surely he knows the, the first 15 to 20 plays going into the game. Uh, it, it, it depends on – how the offense coordinator how he handles you know how he handles that i mean if he if he is someone that uh includes a quarterback in on some of the game prep then there's no reason why he won't at least know the first drive of plays or know the first play um but it just depends like a Casey Clawson is a senior mm-hmm. definitely would 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 have a, probably a deeper understanding and know and have more of a say than a Casey Clawson as a freshman or a sophomore. What so. day of the week do you think uh quarterback finds out the scripted plays? You think that's a, a Friday walkthrough thing or a, a Saturday before the game thing? Because I, I, I don't think the quarterback probably knows like the exact order, but mm-hmm. has like an understanding of kind of like a group of plays that we're going to do. Because maybe and, Joe already knows. And maybe he doesn't know the – the, the the first play, but it just depends. Again, I think it just really depends on that that play caller quarterback relationship, um, because sometimes you just you just don't tell the quarterback the first play until the first play, 
you know, we heard the story about, you know, Joey Kitt and you know, Peyton Manning scoring the first play against Alabama there in 95. Um, and that's something they talked about leading up to the to the game. It doesn't always happen that way. So that, that's, a, that's a really good question, Ben. Joe Milton may already know is my point. You on your vol quest right there with your good question, man. That was, that was a nice reporter question. I just don't know that answer. I mean, it'd it be what it'd be. I mean, yesterday in, in a normal week would be Thursday of game week. So I wonder if Joe already knows what the first play is going to be. Yeah, maybe. If, if they run the football, then we know. Yes, yes, he did. I want to see them send Jalen Hyatt deep and Joe Milton just launch it. That, that's what I want to see. If Tennessee wins the coin toss, I want to see them take the football and just launch it on the first play. I mean, I kind of want to see that too, Ben. I'm, to I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And then, and then get back to, to your normal stuff after that. Uh, Utah Vol says a lot of people talk about how simple the, the uh, hype offense is, how much scheme can continue to be added throughout the season with such a fast tempo. Yeah, I mean, you can – it is, it is not complex, I mean, in terms of the different checks and reads and the, the amount of plays in, a certain, in the playbook. Like, I remember under Coach Sanders, we had a lot of plays in the playbook. It didn't uh, spend a lot of time perfecting those plays in practice. And then Coach Cut kind of cut it in half, and we did the same plays but with a lot of different formations and we really repped them a lot in practice, so it made us it made us a whole lot better. Um, when you're going up tempo, you're going fast. I think you have to decrease those amount of plays even more. Um, but there are counters to that. So if you are running RPOs, RPO, RPOs, and you're running a lot of slants, there's there's counters to that. You can go slants and goes. You can do things like that. Uh, once you see that the defense. Uh, is jumping and, and you're self-scouting and, and you see that the opponent that you're playing are very aggressive on those slants. I mean, you can do things like that. So, yeah, I mean, um, that's the great thing about this about this game is that uh, whatever you're doing, there's always a counter. There's always a play-action pass off any run play that you run. Um, there's always something that you can do to – make it look like you're running the same play that you've been running over and over and over, but do something different and uh, maybe hit the defense for, you know, a play over the top. So you run a lot of bubble screens, cool. You start playing aggressive defensively, then we'll slip one of the blockers out behind the defense and throw it over the top. So uh, I think as the offense evolves and the players feel comfortable in the offense and the defense starts to adjust and get a beat on what what we do, I think you can look forward to adjustments being made by this coaching staff. Um, Let's go back to the phones. Turkey Man. Turkey hey. Man, what's hey. up? Oh. Uh, That's how you know it's game week. Turkey Man bringing back the turkey call. Hey, I'll tell you what. Uh, I know you, I know you, you just got a second here, so I'm going to go over to the business here. Okay. Uh, what, uh, last night I really did enjoy the Prime. Uh, prime. I really enjoyed you guys. That was really good. And I'm screaming, just tell him to follow the dog. That's just, it. <laughs> just follow the dog. But, uh, and, and I got tickled. I don't know if you mentioned this or not. I've had to go get some phone calls. Take care of. But uh, I got tickled when you said something about, one of you, I believe Austin said something about the huddle. And they just laughed, what huddle? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That was hilarious. 
Yeah, it was. And and what you from what you've seen uh, last night, uh, and and uh, uh, from from you know Cave and and uh, and uh, uh, Joe, what do you think will be the first play that we will see a stalking play that we will see? Uh, do you think it will be a running play, and do you think it'll be a behind Kate face, or what do you think? I think it'll be a running play. I think the, the, a run is the kind of the best way to be able to get up to the line of scrimmage fast and 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 uh, start the tempo. Man, look at look at when Tennessee played Auburn, or, or when Auburn played. When you throw the ball on first down, it's incomplete. That stalls your tempo more than anything when the ball hits the ground. When you get those completions, you get the ball up real, you get up real fast, get the ball to the ref, line up, and then you start the next play. A running play is similar, so I think it will be a running play in the first game. Excuse me, first play to be able to get the get the tempo going, start the engines, and um, you know, we see that offense in, in full speed. Uh, I'll be surprised if it's a passing play first, honestly, unless it's a real easy five yard hitch. Bubble screen, like a really, really simple. I don't think it's going to be a bomb or something like that. That's just me. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, let's go to a break, and then we'll come back with Tom Hart of the SEC Network. He is calling the game uh, with Cole Kublick and, and Jordan Rogers. Uh, we'll be back. Swain Event, Fuel by Dead and Barbecue. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. It's a new season, which means it's time to rep your team in new ways with gear from Game Time Sidekicks. Rep the Vols with every sip with a new tie-dye tumbler or bottle. They also have a new NFL Players Association product line, so you can support your favorite VFL on Sundays. Want to put your own flair on a tumbler? Game Time Sidekicks has you covered with options to add your own text or even a monogram on the back of your favorite team tumbler. To check out everything that Game Time Sidekicks has to offer, go to GameTimeSidekicks.com. Carry your team with Game Time Sidekicks. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. 
Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Swain event fuel about that in barbecue, and we're going to the Iris Network's hotline to talk to Tom Hart, SEC Network. He will be on the call uh, tomorrow night as Tennessee hosts Bowling Green. Tom, good morning, sir. What's up? Hey, listen, uh, I was supposed to be on 30 minutes ago, but I double booked myself. I'm just not in, uh, I'm not in my routine, so I apologize. But I was told that you are ultra flexible. And I, like, you've been going to yoga? What are you doing, Pilates? <laughs> Hot yoga? What, tell me, let's talk about your flexibility. Um, that simply means that, hey, when someone wants to come on at 9.30 after saying they can come on at 9, then we could do it. But I am not flexible at all, man. <laughs> at, at all. At all. Uh, man, how how pumped are you for the start of, of football? I, I, we're literally driving by Neyland Stadium at this moment. Um, so yeah, I am. I'm fired up. I'm excited. I this is one of my favorite stadiums and favorite uh, places to come to. Of course, I, I lived here for five years, so that was part of it. But um, I'm I'm anxious and excited to see what this offense can look like with Milton, what Josh Heifel can do with this offense. Um, you know, can this can this program return to glory but take the first step with stability? But big picture to answer your question, I'm just I'm happy college football is here and knock on wood we continue with uh, open stadiums and crowds and all that and if it, it progresses as we all hope then um, it's a it's a return to the sport that we all love and, and we missed desperately last year with all the restrictions that were around it. Tom, forget about the football. Let's talk about the barbecue. Right. How quickly have you or will you get over to dead end? I know, I know you are a uh, a dead end guy. How quickly are you going to get over there and uh, what's your go-to? Yeah, I was texting with George earlier. Um, hold on, my chauffeur, Jordan Rogers. But... Yeah, I got a message for Jordan Rogers. Okay. Yeah, we're in. We're in. Uh, we're we're going to dead end for lunch. So uh, I, I always like to mix it up, you know. And I'm a little bit more gross with Coach Barnes, who only gets grilled chicken. I mean, really, <laughs> I know, really, man. Rick Barnes, we're going grilled chicken. I understand being healthy, but we got to get a little bit more aggressive with that. I know, man. I know. Hey, tell Jordan Rogers it's time for him to enter the Swain event, to get on the show. I sent him a message <laughs> two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> no response. It's time. He's very, he's very busy driving me around town. Well, he is a we got Ubers kid. for that. We got Ubers for that, Tom. <laughs> that's, that's true. Yeah. What we don't have is parking spots in G5. That's no, what we no. don't have. No, we don't do parking spots hey, well here. Tom, if you park in G3, it's like the, the bottom part of the, the, the parking garage. Oh, the across bottom front. part of the garage? Well, like there's different huh? levels. There, there's the, like the G3, G4, and the G5. If you go closer to Pratt... They don't check down there for parking. That's where I park when I have to be on campus for media availabilities. Well, you just gave away your secret. 
Well, nobody's listening. It's share? just you and I. It's just, I mean, you're not going to tell, uh, tell on me, right? <laughs> no, I won't tell anybody. I don't know, Tom. I wouldn't trust Ben, man. He'll get your car towed. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Ben. I don't know, man. Uh, Tom, what what do you see that's different? You know, this is, man, this feels like we've been doing this every three or four years, man, last couple of years here at Tennessee, yeah. man, with a new new head coach. Um, certainly, there's a lot of optimism uh, surrounding Josh Heupel, but there was optimism surrounding Butch Jones and, 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 and Pruitt and Dooley and Kiffin. So uh, do you feel anything that's different here uh, just on the outside looking in and now, you, you, you know, you've hit Knoxville for the call tomorrow? Um, there's a lot different. My perception and reality may be, uh, may be misaligned. I, I wonder if given the failures that were at so many different levels in the last two coaches, if there's a little bit more patience and understanding from the fan base, because that's that's going to be necessary now, especially with all the the, the talent departure, uh, the transfers that left, guys are going to be having a lot of success for big time programs that used to wear a T on their helmet. So, you think about what what the last two coaches accomplished. You know, Butch got great recruiting classes, and he brought talent in. Um, did build excitement. They had some big wins, and they played in some big games. I mean, uh, Baker Mayfield's still talking about how loud this place was when he came in with Oklahoma. Uh, I, I think that Pruitt, on the front end, the concern was, does he know how to be a head coach and everything that comes with being a head coach, especially in the SEC? We know he's a great coordinator. Um, we knew he'd, he'd do pretty good recruiting-wise, but can he... Can he manage his staff and handle all of the boss duties that a head coach is responsible for? And ultimately, it, it seems that was his failure. So, um, you know, the, what has changed is now you have the promise of a high-powered offense that historically has put up huge numbers. You've got a quarterback who's who just stepped foot on campus, really, but has got plenty of experience in three years in front of him of eligibility, yeah. whether or not, you know, this program still has him at quarterback in three years remains to be seen. Um, and I think you have the excitement of hitting the reset button. It just, there, there's going to need to be patience to understand that the talent disparity now um, has Tennessee closer to Vanderbilt than it is to Georgia or Alabama or any of the other A&M, the elite teams in this league. And it's even with the transfer portal, if he can, if he can reverse the flow, and get that portal working in his favor, then he can accelerate the process, but that's a long way to go. I mean, the, the Mississippi River has only flown backwards three times in our world's history, and one of those times was last week. So anything's possible. Tom, I know what you just <laughs> said was the truth, but I was you can't do that to me, talking about Tennessee's closer to Vanderbilt than, than Georgia. I was going to come down to that end barbecue and pay for your water, and now I'm not going to do it. <laughs> not I, do it I just listen. Here's the deal. I, I want people to find joy in in wherever they can find joy this college football season. Right. <laughs> so for me, I'm finding joy in the fact that we have a season. We don't have capacity require uh, restrictions at places. Um, there is a lot of promise throughout the world of college football. Tennessee fans are going to be able to find great joy Thursday night against a very bad Bowling Green team. They're going to be able to find joy against Tennessee Tech and Vanderbilt, and I think they'll be able to find joy against Pittsburgh. And then, to be realistic, you just have to pick 
pick your places where you get excited about this team. And I think there are going to be plenty of glimpses of, of what the future can hold. You just got to be realistic about it. Um, and, and if this offense can prove to be as explosive as, as possible, well, gosh, then you, then you got a fighting chance against teams that do have more talent because you can get a couple of strikes and, and surprise some people. So let's, let's just be realistic and let's find joy in the spots that are, that are joyful and not let the rest of it bring us down. Hugh Freeze would agree. He, Hugh would tell everybody to choose joy. So, uh, I'm, I'm By sure the way, you, have you guys noticed Hugh did, had a big pep talk the other night that uh, hit social media the airways. I don't know where I saw it. And he's got his beard going, and he's all fired up. Like he looks, even though he's at liberty, he looks like evil Hugh Freeze these days. <laughs> I noticed that. He looks good, man. He looks he looks good. Looks healthy and happy. And um, he's definitely more flexible than you, Swain. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, definitely. now got himself a, a Tennessee transfer. So, hey, man, he's, he's he's good. He's happy. But but here's the difference between Swain and Hugh is Swain is the yoga instructor and strength coach at Bishop Sycamore, and Hugh Freeze is not. So, <laughs> I mean, who, who's really winning? <laughs> Jumper jacks, guys, come on. Yeah, hey, hey, let's be honest. Tell me, they want a couple of coaches to start all that go down with Bishop Sycamore and said, "Well, I could use some of those dudes." <laughs> And you freeze would have been one of them. Come on, come on down to Lynchburg. We got one. Oh man, that, that that that's right. I wanted to ask you a little bit more about Joe Milton, uh, Tom. Tennessee fans are hoping yeah. that uh, Michigan fans are wrong when they say they had a Joe Milton fan or a problem, and and hoping that Joe Milton had a Jim Harbaugh problem. Just kind of what have you gathered in, in talking to your peers about uh, the potential of of Joe Milton, and and do you think Tennessee is stay, taking a step forward? Uh, in the right direction when it comes to the quarterback position compared to where it was the last couple of years? Oh, gosh. Listen, I, I'm not going to throw the three-year starter under the bus. Um, I thought Jared Carantano, you know, did some good things, but there's there's no question that they're taking a step forward. I mean, this that was a position of weakness um, for the last couple of years, and it, it wasn't just Garantano, by the way. It was, in, and I, I do believe it was a failure in recruiting. But it was the guys that were behind him that weren't ready. I mean, there, there were games where Garantano should have been on the bench, but they didn't have anybody that was competent enough to go in there that they could rely on. So yeah, it, it takes a, a huge step forward. And the other answer to that question is, is um, Joe Milton won the job. You know, if if he won the right guy for the job for this team, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have won it. Josh Heupel wants the best quarterback he can get. And within his system, the value of uh, a rocket arm to be able to make deep downfield throws and stretch the defense vertically is, um, is, is one of the first things he looks for. Sorry, my alarm's going off. I'm late for my meeting. Um, get there. We got to get you off to here then. Get to that meeting. Yeah, we're walking. We're walking. <laughs> I don't know if we're going the right way, but we're walking. Um, <laughs> Go back to when Drew Locke was a sophomore at Missouri. Josh Heupel did a great job simplifying the offense to the point that where Heupel could eventually build himself up and build confidence and use. Missouri had some great wide receivers on the perimeter, by the way. Um, and I think he'll he'll put Milton in a very similar situation, especially early in the season, to, until they get to a point where they can open it up a little bit more. But no, I think I'm excited to 
see what Milton looks like uh, on the field and directing this offense. And I think it's got potential to be, you know, like I said before. Well, hard, man. Especially against overmatched opponents like, like we'll get Thursday. Yeah, I, I look forward to seeing seeing you guys on the call, man. College football is back. You guys are the best in the business. And uh, you t- tell Jordan Rogers, man, you better get on this show ASAP. Well, I'll have to come down there to barbecue uh, and meet y'all and, and buy some yeah, we'll, water. We'll go, go down and get our free water. <laughs> all right, Tom, get all that right, meat, hey, my friend. All right, and stretch, all right? Get some stretching in. I will, I will, I will, I will. All right. I get on my Pilates. Thanks, I get on my Richard Simmons. Thanks, thanks, Tom. <laughs> I don't want to see you in those shorts or that head, man. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Take it easy. See uh, Tom Hart, SEC Network here at the Swain event. <laughs> I don't think I have any 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 clothes uh, in the closet that uh, uh, yeah. okay. make me look like Richard Simmons. Yesterday. Yes. On Tennessee Prime. Yes. Joe Milton asks Cade Mays for one of uh, Cade's shirts, mm-hmm. and Joe says he wears a large Joe, you ain't wearing no large. I mean, you might wear large, man. Joe Milton is not fitting into a large at six foot five, two hundred and forty-five pounds. Shot the guns, man. Shot the guns. He can shot the guns in an XL. Yeah, he shot. If the guns. my guns can come through in an XL, Joe Milton's guns can come through in an XL and probably a double XL. Hey, man. He say wear large. He wear large. Yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going with what Joe Milton said. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Charlie Burris wears mediums. Oh, man. No comment. 865-255-03. It's Iris Network's hotline. Uh, we'll take our last break of the day here at Swain Event. Big thanks to uh, Tom Hart for joining us as he was walking into a meeting probably with... Uh, with Josh Heupel, yeah. probably. Maybe, maybe, maybe that was a meeting with Josh Heupel. All right, we'll be right back. Swain Event. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market. And from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. 
Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Home service problems occur even at the most inconvenient times, like during a health crisis. And Hiller is always here to help you 24-7. As people are social distancing and staying at home on workdays, it's an easier time to take care of home maintenance items that you feel are necessary. And we've put new safety precautions in place, like wearing gloves, avoiding physical contact, new sanitation protocols, and limiting time in your home. We're here for you. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Big thanks to Tom Hart for joining the program today. That's dedication right there, man. That's pool right there. Mm-hmm. Swain Event pool. Ben McKee pool right there. Getting Tom Hart on the show as he walks into a big-time production meeting. As he's sitting next to Jordan Rogers. Better come on this show. How about a... Uh, smoke for you, Jordan Rogers. Oh, yeah. I'm a, this is the first time I ever had to threaten somebody to come on the show. You, th- you think uh, Tom made that comment about Tennessee being closer to Vandy because he was next to Jordan? <laughs> I mean, he wasn't wrong. It just hurt. It wasn't wrong. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. It hurt. But it wasn't wrong. Uh, Chad Ray is right, man. He's like, ah, Tom Hart pushing his luck with that Vandy comment. True or not? Yeah, man, hey. Joe, Joe says, Swain said there was optimism with Dooley. Nah, yeah, you're right, Joe. It There's was. been optimism with every coach when he's hired. When, I, don't, I don't think there was a lot of optimism when Dooley was hired, honestly. 
At, there was a time where people got on the Dooley bandwagon. It happens with every single coach. It may not have been long. Not the it may not have been extensive, but there was a time. Not the beginning. May, because, I guarantee you, you downgraded. By, like everyone knew you kind of downgraded. Maybe so, but I guarantee you by the end of the summer, people talked themselves into it. That's how it works. That's why we're fans. Why we're fanatics. Especially when they came out with that we talked on pants series. To Butch and to Pruitt and to Heupel. Yeah. Barnes. It happens. Tyndall. Conzo. Barnes is different, though. Dave Serrano. Tony Vitello. It happens. Barnes was, for me, the excitement from the. Holly Warlick. The, Kelly Harper. We talked about, All right, that's we talk ourselves going, into going, every you, you, single you head coach. Now. I'm going to the phones. Who's on the phone? Triple O and 16. Look here, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Benjamin. Don't get started. <laughs> what, what do you mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Benjamin? Where does that come, come from? So I'm giving you your uh, your Oklahoma nickname before they even enter the league. So you're going to be Oklahoma Benjamin when they enter the league. Can you at least make it Texas since they're orange and UT? You it's cannot UT, have the son. You cannot. You cannot take the son and replace the father. So no, we will never recognize Texas. <laughs> no. Now back to Care Bear over here. So you want to? So you want to choose violence today, huh, Swing? I didn't Just say anything this hour. This hour. It wasn't this hour. This hour. This hour. Like, like, like. Just because it became, you know, hour three belongs to me, and you knew I was going to reply sometime today. Now, 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 Ben, you you've, you've heard these calls for a couple of years, hasn't? He's always thrown up, you know, the fact that. Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson retired, right? Yes. Early. Like really early. But check this out. Early, early retirement, right? But yeah, you know the but you know the there's a uh, uh the best offensive lineman his, his team has had over the last decade. Retired early. Who? Sat out a year and now plays for Kansas City and that's uh Kyle Long, Howie Long's youngest child. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But notice he never notice he never mentions is that he forced his best offensive lineman to retire, hmm. take a year off, and then come back with another team. Then he come back to y'all. It's like he hit the transfer portal and went to Kansas City. Well, that's because was, was, he, was he a Hall of Famer? That's was because he, Swain's a hypocrite. Was he on the way to being a Hall of Famer? I, I swore I thought Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson were like on their way to be Hall of Famers and were the Hall best of players Famer. on the team and retire early. You're, you're you're sitting there saying best, he's the best offensive lineman you had in a decade. Oh, best and he quit on line. you. And he quit on you. Oh, okay. Lie, hey, without a line, you can't run and throw. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Nice nice attempt. A nice attempt right there. But nothing nothing will come close but you know what? to the line you know what, having to pay Barry you know Sanders what? to be associated with him. But you know what, Swain? Think about this. Yes, sir. You're the only team in NFL history. Never to have a four thousand yard passer. That makes you the Detroit Lions of NFL quarterbacks. And you're the only team Think in about history it. to never to go a whole season without winning a damn game. Triple O in six. Hey, years. Cleveland just did it four, five years ago. What you talking about, homie? Cleveland did it too. Well, you the first team. You the first team. You made history. You made history. But you know what made history? But you know what makes history, little Care Bear? It's the fact that it's going to take seventeen games for you to have one four thousand yard passer. That means as much as, as, as I want to admit, you talk about me wasting Barry Sanders and wasting, you know, Calvin Johnson, but think about it. You wasted Willie Gault's speed. He won championship. You... Uh-oh. 
But you know what? He he won the championship. But, but, you know what? but the question is, Flame, was you in Pampers? But you was in Pampers. You didn't see it. It don't matter. You act like you was sitting there. You act like you was sitting there cheering them on. It happened. You act like you was in the yeah. stand. It happened. It happened. And when the and when okay. the Lions and when the Lions win seven games this year, we'll throw a party at Daddy and Barbecue just for you, and bring balloons and everything. We'll have a cake made for you. Celebration time. The Lions. Win seven games. I know that's your goal for this season. You know what? You know what, Swain? I'm going to celebrate when we beat you, though, on Thanksgiving. That's going to be my celebration because I'm going to be eating like my fourth plate of, of, of Thanksgiving food, and I'm going to sit there last. And you better pray. You better pray we don't beat you Thanksgiving. I know you're going to be Because, boy, Teddy Kane going to be 100. I know why you're going to be happy, Triple O, because Thanksgiving Day game is y'all Super Bowl. Here's the reality. It's not my Super Bowl. Here's the reality. The Lions suck. Thank and the you. Bears suck and are overrated as well. Shut up, Ben. Oh, look here, Ben. Oh, look here, Ben. You got your team got ass drug at home by Cleveland. My little brother whooped your ass at home in the playoffs. That's one game. Drug you. Two champions. You wrong. Two your, your rival, a team that's not even your rival, drags you wrong at home why on so, your home field. Why are you so aggressive today, Triple O? You okay, man? <laughs> I'm sitting there seeing. Look here. My team is bad. I expect them to rebuild. Y'all acting like y'all this and that. You sound, you sound backed then, up. You sound like you need a bowel movement. Well, you keep moving the goalposts. At one minute, you're talking about all-time greatness. The next minute, you're talking about individual seasons. Which one do you want to talk about? Hey, we can talk about it all. We can do it all. Well, I was talking about it all. The fact that Detroit has never won a Super Bowl and the fact that the Steelers are tied for the most in NFL history. Super Bowl. And the Bears over there got one. They're happy to win a playoff game, man. Who? You can't even beat Cleveland. You could have you can't even make the playoffs. You can't go five hundred. <laughs> you can't even beat Cleveland last week of the season. Then they came to the next week and spanked you at home. I'd Why rather else? get spanked by the Browns in the playoffs than be happy to go five hundred in the season. You could have eliminated them out of the playoffs. They came back the next week and spanked your ass at your home Triple field. O, you are correct. Triple O. You're, you're right, Triple O, but I'd rather deal with that than what you got to deal with. Triple O. Triple O. You're a Lions fan. Hey, you know what? At least I got something that neither one of y'all will have, and that's undying loyalty. Oh, we're Tennessee fans. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're a Yankee fan, you front runner. <laughs> <laughs> Triple O. You're a Lions fan. I hate you're a Lions fan. Hey, I know what you're right, though. You got the dog. But I love y'all. Everything. I know, man. You got my dog in the background <laughs> barking at you, man. He can just tell. The, he can tell the. He can feel the aggressive energy in the air, man. <laughs> he just hangs he's so, up. He's so, he just hangs up. He's so aggressive and mad. He's like Anthony Mason. Oh. Sounds like he just want to fight. It's okay, Triple O. <laughs> you wouldn't be this stressed out if you just was a Titans fan. Just You've been living in Tennessee all your life. Just switch to the Titans, man. He's so angry. He said, Triple O said he was going to celebrate seven wins in a 17-game schedule, and he has the nerve to call in and talk about my Steelers being embarrassed by the Browns. Oh, man. He big mad, too, man. He big mad. (laughs) I'm I'm with Tina. Next time, Triple O's getting the plane. Man, definitely. With them them points, man. All right. Uh Father Ham says, "We all jump on Triple O. It hurts my my heart because it, he sounds like me every time I talk about Tennessee. The other fan base says I'm not supposed to be laughing. Ah! <sighs> my laughs will turn to cries here shortly. All right, who we got, right quick? Dave Tona. Dave Tona, take us out on top. Dave, good Tona. morning, guys. 
All right. Good morning, my man. Good morning, Yenzer. I just want to ask all the listening audience and whoever's watching on whatever app and whatever, <laughs> we all got to band together and pray for Triple O. <laughs> he needs he needs some serious prayer today. He do, man. He, he does. He needs some serious prayer. Yeah. He, 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 you know, he spoke a little bit of truth. He's, he's hurt. But then he, 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 he checked out on us. He checked out on us when he mentioned the Pittsburgh Steelers in the same conversation, in the same breath, with the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's, it's obviously something wrong with Triple O. You're right. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, he needs our prayers, man. He needs our thoughts. You're right. You're right. Some, some ain't, going, some because, ain't right right there, man. It's time for intervention. You know, guys, love y'all. <laughs> thanks. It's thanks, game Dayton. time in Tennessee, baby. That's right, man. Thanks, thanks for the phone call, man. Appreciate it, man. Tomorrow, Alumni Hall, baby. We'll be Alumni Hall tomorrow getting ready for kickoff. Tennessee game day. Oh, yes. Tomorrow is officially football time in Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. Cannot wait. We will be live at Alumni Hall September the 4th on Saturday. Block out a couple of hours of your day because there will be a block party. Uh, sponsored by the Vault Network and Alumni Hall uh, right there at the Turkey Creek location from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. But, man, we're going to be at Alumni Hall tomorrow. I can't wait to be uh, inside of that sea of orange, uh, the latest and greatest new Tennessee gear. will be right there at Alumni Hall. They will open up early for you to get up in there and shop till you drop. Ben, what size you want me to get for you, man? XL. Medium, show off those guns. Let the record show. T McB thirteen, aka Tyler. He said that uh, he agrees with me. He don't see Joe Belton fitting into a large. Hey man, he said he wears a large. You calling my quarterback a liar? Are you calling QB one a liar, Ben? You would, you would not dare do that. <laughs> he got to turn it around on you. <laughs> he quiet over there. That's what you he tend to do. <laughs> yes, I am calling him a liar. <laughs> 8 a.m. is when the stores of Turkey Creek will open Alumni Hall. Uh, best selection of gear. And, man, we are pumped about tomorrow being football time in Tennessee. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday on the first day of the month. Uh, be safe. Be blessed. Tomorrow we'll be back 7 a.m. Um, if you know someone that you know, could use some tickets and, and deserve some tickets, and, and this is an opportunity, please reach out. Swain at SwainEvent.com is my email. Uh, hit us up, Twitter, uh, Ben McKee or myself at Swain Event, and uh, we'll make sure that we that we pass these blessings on to someone deserving. Peace and love. We are out. <laughs>